The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too All-Stars, I saw the All-Stars play. All-Stars of baseball, no. All-Stars of Chuckles. Chuckle Stars? Justin, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I know that we... uh, In the middle of this home run? We try to have a good time at the beginning of the podcast, but I have something really serious to talk about, and I think it's going to affect everyone pretty strongly. Um, Brace yourselves. The Black Eyed Peas have announced uh, they're taking a break. What? What? The Black Eyed Peas are breaking up. I mean, I heard the words you said, but they didn't. Like, something's that terrible, I can't comprehend it with with my brain. Yep, so we're going to have to say goodbye to Fergie, Will I Am, etc. <laughs> Apple the app, please. <laughs> Proust was right, you guys. God is dead. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure that I can. I want to. I want to pitch this to you guys right here and right now. I don't think I can do a podcast today that isn't about this national tragedy. This is so weird because I'm on Facebook right now, and as you said that to me, uh, simultaneously all the parties that I was invited to got canceled. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's weird. That's odd. Well, but, how are uh, they going to get it started? Um, it looks like every had, football and hockey game also kaput. I had a beat that I was holding that mm-hmm. I was expecting to drop. And yeah. it has not happened. Nope. The beat has not dropped, to my knowledge. I'm still holding it aloft. Does Will I Am have to change his name to Will He Was? <laughs> I don't will know why I, them. Will I don't I know was, why them breaking up. Will would, I um, Am no more would change his status as Will. Will he is and may again in like two to three years after we eat. Oh, how see. dope is that reunion show? Ah, people, God, in it's gonna be so get down again. So fucking sick. It's going to be ironic by that point, and then it's going to be double good. I just really wish I could have been there at the meeting when Fergie was like, you know, I think we should break up so I can pursue some other things. And Will I Am was like, yeah, me too. You know, my solo career started, and the other guys were like, yeah, we're, we're working on a lot of big stuff too. I believe you mean um, Apple the App and Pogo is the other one. <laughs> I think it's Ghost Ghost Boy. Ghost Boy? I think it's Ghost Ghost Dog. The uh-huh. samurai. Yeah. I samurai think it's killer. Pring. I think they just call him Pringles. <laughs> is his name? Is hey Pringles, did you go get us some more snacks? That's that is how he developed the moniker. Because what else is he fucking doing? Dropping jams? Nope, that's what I am. Yeah. Nope. Peeing his pants on stage? Nope, that's the other one. <laughs> Transmorphing into Ferguson from nope. Clarissa Sands at all? That's nope. Fergie. This she is has of course a lock on that market. My brother, my brother, and me. It's an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother. Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. And I'm Griffin McElroy, the youngest brother of them. We're all three pretty heartbroken. Uh, I don't know how we can go on. I I am actually sitting here having trouble uh, imagining a fabric of our universe where the, the Black Eyed Peas have not permeated every inch of it. 
who's got the cocaine habit you think who's really who's oh who's, probably pringles probably yeah. pringles yeah you're probably right that was probably a dumb he's question. just snorting cheese because i mean when everybody thinks of the black eyed peas they always think of that guy's boundless energy <laughs> let's be honest though if it was him the announcement wouldn't be we're taking a break the announcement would be bye pringles <laughs> Pringle, pringles out Stand the band bye for sprinkles too <laughs> we're really gonna miss you or Maybe we'll replace it, but no one will notice. This is a <laughs> for the modern era where we take your questions and turn them into wisdom. Let's get right into it. Well, I mean, I think, actually, I think the window for getting right into it. We're about six minutes fast. into it already. Let's get but... currently into it. Uh, my first child is due on July 12th. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in search of the perfect phrase to welcome my son into the world. How about, sorry, I'm six days late. Happy sorry. belated life that you have now. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm sorry I haven't spoken to you <laughs> for a week, my newborn son. Well, I mean, welcome to Earth. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's right? it. But can we do a runner-up so that we can keep this question going? Uh, well, that song in South Pacific says you have to be carefully taught to hate and fear. So you should probably mm-hmm. get cracking on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got to tell him which groups he needs to be afraid of. And loathe for their, you know, how they, you know, butter side up or butter side down, skin color. Get a job too direct. Get a job, baby. How lucky is this? And now this isn't even luck. It's sad. This this child is the last of the Black Eyed Peas generation. (laughs) Sort of like how John Lennon died a month to the day after I was born. Mm-hmm. This is similar, don't you think? Like, I think this thing. is it's worse. basically exactly the same. This is worse. I would rather every beetle that's, be killed. That's true because with John Lennon died, it was just John Lennon dying. With the Black Eyed Peas dying, go it, it's music. Lucrative Dr Pepper sponsorships and mm-hmm. et cetera, music et is dead. Do you remember the day the music died? I did. I was listening to my brother, my brother, and me, and they announced that the Black Eyed Peas split up. Are we breaking the story? For yeah, people? this is it. Oh, God. I'm sorry that your baby's first, my brother, my brother, and me, and I assume they're listening, uh, has to be such a downer, such a downtrodden, brokenhearted podcast. Uh, what else can Expecting in Seattle say to welcome the child uh, to the world? What about Hakuna Matata? <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's good. That's a good one. Babies um, love that shit. You could, you could uh, decry him for his tardiness if he's late. Be like, what took you so long? Did you get lost in the in the urethra? I still. Why the fuck? Every time do we talk about childbirth? Do I think the urethra is something is a is a necessary no component in that mix? At least you're correcting yourself. You could be Every- straight up with him and to to avoid like any surprises for him and just say, hey, I hope you're prepared to not be cool for like the next eighteen years. Yeah, you're gonna turn it around though. Yeah, at eighteen, Met- you're gonna enjoy your baby. But first, can you s- can you say do something funny? Oh yeah, <laughs> do a do, trick. Do, do a trick. You could hey. start prepping him for toddlers and tiaras like right off the bat. Oh, you will no. be named Brock, and you will be fabulous. Now start pumping iron. Start pumping iron. You will be the strongest baby. Um, uh, what about hey baby? Thanks for ruining one of my favorite spots. On your- <laughs> <laughs> now, this is good because because you later you will regret not having said it to him. 
back before he could comprehend speech. You can't uh-huh. say it to him when you're, he's seven. That's going to jack his scene. But at least you'll get it off your chest. Hey, baby, you ruined... That was like my like- vacation destination. <laughs> and you, you have done muddied those waters. And now I can't, can't go back. You can never go back. You know, a, a lot of women literally do muddy the waters. It's uh, not a... <laughs> a lot of people don't talk about it. It's pretty embarrassing. But They listen to muddy waters while they are in childbirth? Yep. Yeah, sure. Um, that's what I'm going with. Yeah, yeah, that's probably best. Just cover your ears and scream and make the pain go away. Uh, I, I, there's got to be something good in there, right? Maybe just play this episode for him. <laughs> I bet at least one of the things is a thing he could say to a baby. How about, can you say, get that placenta off of you and we'll talk. Like, look at yourself. Look at yourself right look now. You're a fucking joke. What are you? I love you so much. <laughs> you changed my life. You're all. You're my I, whole life now. But seriously, get that bliss. I can't touch you. Covered in <laughs> put that. What is that even? What Baby, thank, thanks to you, I understand so many more Creed songs. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, baby, for this insight. Can you just Arbor- gently sing to him, arms wide open? When he comes out, baby. What, and make sure you're doing your Scott Sapp impression. Now, Travis, what would that sound like? Well, I just heard the news today. You sound like a drunk, sleepy Neil Diamond. <laughs> you <laughs> sound like fair. a man who's having infrequent, periodic, painful bowel movements. When was the last time you heard Scott Stapp? That's not funny. Scott Stapp has terrible IBS. You shouldn't check <laughs> that out. <laughs> Hey, Scott Stapp has the, terrible everything. Did you hear the Black Eyed Peas are going back out on tour? Yeah, they replaced Pringles with Scott Stapp. It's a really weird fit. What's the appropriate polite response when a friend of a friend asks, have we met before? When you know for a fact that you have. You don't want to embarrass them by recounting the details of your first introduction, but you don't want to seem like you've never registered them either. Meet up in Manhattan is who that's from. Why don't, why don't you want to... Do that second thing. Like if they're not if they're not bringing the effort to register you in their memory banks in their friend database, then like what's wrong with you also acting like that? I I see. I completely disagree. I, I don't think you could be more off base here, Griffin. I I personally believe that if you've got the opportunity to embarrass someone, yes, yeah. I, to get the upper hand. Yeah, sure. It's all about power plays. Yeah, make the power play. Like, oh, yeah, of course, we did this and this, and I bought you that drink, and you loved it, and we laughed about... I agree, and here's why. If they have the balls to ask the question, have we met before? I think that's in the same category of, you don't remember me, do you? Like, have we met before... I hate that one. Have we met before implies, like, I can't be bothered to try to remember you, so you just tell me how I know you. Like, it's putting you in the awkward position of having to confirm or deny. Because what if the answer was no? It's like, no, you don't know me, and now this is weird. Like, who asked that question? Can, for, can you further bust it out, flip it, and reverse it, and just be like, yeah, we fucked. And then, like, see what they do. <laughs> yeah. This he's is like, our but s- I'm like a 65-year-old dude. And it's like, I know. I know. That's why it was so tender and real. We dated for, like, six months. This is our daughter, Topanga. <laughs> Why don't you remember her? She has your eyes and your way with words. When she was born, I told her, welcome to Earth. And I told her tenderly about the Black Eyed Peas breakup and look at her. She, she still has her cover. She hasn't stopped screaming. She hasn't stopped screaming since. 
uh, can we all just be cool? Just yeah, like, can we chill just chill out? Like I, I'm so, f- I can't joke about this question because I do this constantly because I forget every person that is not related to me or I don't live with. Like if I don't see right. your face like two to three hours every day, you're gone from my brain because I got I got so little space up there, and I have to save it for um, like the Pokedex and like <laughs> Everclear song lyrics. So. Well, I, I don't think the problem is not remembering. I think it's asking the question. Like, I don't care if you don't Yeah, but it bothers it me because I, I, I have enough flash memory up there that I can kind of remember, like, how a nose and a mouth go together. It's like, well, ah. you say, hey, buddy, a lot, and you're like, hey, man, what's going on? Oh, that's so disingenuous. I want to know because maybe I will live with that person. <laughs> you might want to live with them someday. I'm, I might, maybe. You don't want to rule it out. I... I this is one of those do as we say, not as we do type situations, because if you can remember someone's name, that's, that's a huge end with them. That's oh, always like the best, the best thing you can do. If you learn how to do that, let me know. Um, it helps to use it a lot. That's everybody's, you know, Dale Carnegie says the, uh, everybody's favorite sound in any language is the sound of their own name being said. And, and so if you, use it a lot in conversation, then A, they're going to like it. B, you're going to remember it next time. You're going to have to bring some new Carnegie heat to the table because we already dropped that shit on them with that Jeffrey bit. Remember our Jeffrey goof? Mm-hmm. That we was done, 100 years ago. We done Carnegie that one out. That was over a year, uh, over one calendar year ago. I know. And if, if Pearls of Wisdom go out of style, then... Uh, yeah, so then this is a I'm reboot. Listening We're it. rebooting this franchise. <laughs> this is a relaunch. <laughs> This isn't Dale Carnegie. This is the Dale Carnegie. This is the <laughs> sequel, the revamp. Dale um, Carnegie Jr., the race Dale, car driver. <laughs> Dale. <laughs> um, uh, so, so yeah, try to uh, just try to match their level wherever they're, whatever level of remembrance they're at. That's what's going to make them most comfortable. And I know it's dishonest, but hi, welcome to all social interaction ever, ever, ever. Yep. Because uh, if you're, we're all being honest, here's how that conversation would go. I don't give a shit about you. I don't give a shit about you either. I you clearly are... didn't care enough to register the first time. I, yeah. do, I do not know your name. But this again? I do not know your name, but here is the chorus to Father of Mine by Everclear. Will do that you want to hear that? I've got that for you. Here is every first generation Pokemon. <laughs> are we Okay. <laughs> I made this first generation Pokemon list for you. Oh, I told um, you that the first time we met? Well, this is embarrassing. Well, shit. <laughs> That's kind of my A material. <laughs> How do you remember that, but you don't remember my name? Uh, I, I gotta be honest with you guys. I, I, I want to keep the lulls coming, because I, I think we're in some fertile ground here. But while we were sitting there talking, my ankle um, inched its way up my chair, and accident like i was kind of playing with a stick on my chair and not knowing what it was and it was the button that makes me fall out of the chair like a child <laughs> so if you heard a noise that sounded like an overweight gentleman falling out of a chair and then trying to cover it up that's basically you basically assessed that and then if you heard a sad trombone that was me editing in a sad trombone to go along with justin's comical there's no folly. way there's no way he remembered to do that but i'm 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 Maybe you can all imagine it. Uh, sometime, Griffin. Yeah, I got you. Uh, this one was sent in by Dan Devine, or possibly Dan Devine. I'm going to go with the latter one, because nobody's named Dan Devine. Um, <laughs> it's by Yahoo Answers user Abby Kate, who asks... It's Pringle's real name. Mm-hmm. Who asks, What 
do you love the feeling of next to your skin? And then um, in the body of the question, she has put in a smiley face emoticon, which isn't um, particularly <laughs> helpful. But Okay, wait. Read the question one more time. What do you love the feeling of next to your skin? Uh-huh. So she's saying besides your skin. Adjacent. You love the skin feeling? adjacent. She's not saying other than the feeling of your skin, what feeling do you love? There are three different ways she can mean this. One, okay. is, it, is there something hovering centimeters away from your skin and you just know what you can feel it's ghost pressure you can feel it uh-huh. okay. two you love your skin the best that's the best feeling Obviously. is your skin on your muscles and stuff but what what's <laughs> after that what's the what's the runner up what's second there's on the nowhere list? i would want my skin to be other than around my muscles <laughs> yes and three is i believe what she is asking is what you like to touch what do i like to touch what do what you touch weird... and like it Creepy question. What a really innocuously weird. You know what I like to feel? I like the feeling of. <laughs> what do you like on you? What do you know what I like on me? I like the feeling of uh, the sort of material they use in playgrounds now instead of gravel. Yeah. Uh, you know like what I mean? That spongy shit. That spongy shit. I love that. I'm down with that. I love that. I love to touch it. Just sit there, splayed leg with a milkshake. <laughs> Maybe three milkshakes because who knows who I'll meet there. And just really feel that stuff. Like well, really hold on, because I have a I, pretty good idea of who you'd meet there. Yeah, well, you never know. You know, you like to, uh, maybe you'll meet, make some new friends. Like no. the police? Ages. Do you mean like the police? Some friends of all ages. Yeah, sure. You know what I like? Young at heart, maybe. I like, um, I like a good roll of packing tape. Mm-hmm. Like when you get that... Like, there's something about the layers of it that really just gets to me. Cause, really? Um, it's smooth, and it's heavy, like a stone, but then on the sides, it's a little sticky. Just a little bit. Do you know what I like? What's that, Travis? Floam. Okay. Floam. Well, where does that even exist in the natural environment anymore? Uh, well, I don't think it ever existed in the natural pretty, environment. Pretty like, sure they... you just find a vein of floam? Yeah. <laughs> I've got a rich vein of gack over here. You gotta watch out for claim jumpers. <laughs> the, the, the problem uh, with Floam is that they stopped producing it in like 1994. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure all the Floam in the world is now just like crusty bullshit. So like, I don't think, I don't think anyone's going to be born into this generation and a be able to listen to black eyed peas or b be able to feel natural sticky Floam. I'm not saying I don't miss it. Yeah, he's not saying... It's a tragedy, Griffin. Yeah. It's a tragedy in one act about how Travis can't feel Floam anymore. Um, I like it at playgrounds when you're sitting on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe there's some extra room, and you're like, I wish someone would come. Yeah, sure. Take one of these. Yeah, you know? A lot of tactile experiences tied into a, play, a good playground. Maybe too many for me, personally. Um, uh, hey, you know what I like? Tell me. Butterfly kisses. Because <laughs> I, I, I always kind of thought, I never have received any that I know. I mean, maybe oh, some really? an intention. What? As far as I know. That's too Next bad. time we hang out, I'm giving you butterfly kisses. Well, you, you like better it not. not. <laughs> oh, I wish it was up to you anymore. Oh, good. You know how good. we're always trying to find things to replace business handshakes with? You think butterfly kisses? Oh my god, yes, I think it. Do you, uh, does it have to be on the face or could it be like on the back of the It's got to be on the cheek and it's got to be after bedtime prayers. 
Uh, Griffin, are there any answers to this question? And if so, can you read them in like sort of a low guttural moan? Feathers. <laughs> My girlfriend's skin. Oh. <laughs> like the outside of it, I hope, dog. Um, and bullshit, no one likes feathers. They're pointy and, and sharp and shitty. Pirates and cowboys, hee hee hee. What? What? You like, like a- the feeling of pirates on your skin? Griffin, I feel like you didn't sell that one. Can you try again? Pirates and cowboys. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> God! That's Hel- way better. What Hello, Abby. I like being in the garden and feeling a cool afternoon breeze against the skin after some physical work. <laughs> the oh. sun. Ah! It's so hot! <laughs> I'm burning on the sun! Why do I like this? Why am I touching this with my skin? This sucks. I think that velvet pet. <laughs> what? A velvet, velvet pet? Velvet pet. That was my favorite 80s band. <laughs> um, no joke, like 99% of these are female skin. Lady skin. What? Female. Really? F- female flesh, Robbie says. Robbie oh, says no, female Robbie. flesh. Robbie, no. Do, how does Robbie say that, Griffin? Female flesh. He said it from inside a basement. <laughs> from from uh, handcuffs. Inside a jail basement. <laughs> a jail basement. I like, I guess, like, sure, sure, a fem- Here's the thing. None of these people, here's, here's what's not going on. Nobody's saying the touch of a woman. They're saying f- female flesh, which is not the same thing, guys. Mm-mm. That's like a weird version of that. It's That's like when they don't know you're there. You're <laughs> almost right, skin. but you're not quite there. Because you don't you're need a woman trying. inside that skin. You can just have it. You don't have, you have to have an active participant. Stop being right. weird, everybody. You're upsetting, Griffin. You happy now? Um, sometimes my friends rely too heavily on quoting TV shows and movies for humorous effect in lieu of saying things that are unique and engaging on their own merits. What should I do when this happens? Ignore it? Make up quotes to fit in? Change the subject? Uh, narratively nonplussed in the netty. Uh, Definitely don't make up quotes. I like making up quotes. <laughs> from, TV <laughs> from TV shows that don't exist. Toss me them sugar smacks! You know, from King of Queens. Um, Jerry, I'm... Getting socked about my shoes. <laughs> That's Kramer. Uh-huh. <laughs> From Kramer? Remember? Oh, you mean the, the spin-off series Kramer. <laughs> Remember Kramer the Kramer show? Kramer mm-hmm. v. Kramer. <laughs> yes. Remember Kramer v. Kramer? Um I don't think you should make up quotes. I said that earlier, but then I try to make one up. And, and it's, it's like really hard to, hard to do, right? Unless it's about sugar smacks. Unless it's about sugar smacks. I'm convinced you just said that because you had sugar smacks somewhere in the room that you're recording <laughs> in. And the rest of us don't have props, Travis. Yeah. Well, let me try. Let me try. I'll, I'll, I'll try to make one uh, with uh, let me guitar that half empty Diet Pepsi in a chained up kid. <laughs> <laughs> From the playground. Don't make That's me not- zoom my replica buster sword. <laughs> Yeah, I would actually prefer you not zoom your own. <laughs> it's very dangerous. It's super dangerous. And you have to get a doctor to come I, remove it. Watch. I don't think it's inherently wrong to make 
uh, jokes based on movies and TV shows and stuff, but I think you can rely too heavily on it. Yeah, but I, is it worth bringing up, though? I mean, <clears throat> dude, when oh, when Napoleon Dynamite came out, it was all I could do not to murder every single person I met. Like, everybody was doing Napoleon Dynamite impressions and Napoleon Dynamite quotes, and it made me want to kill them. I I appreciate what Justin tries to do, which is every... I would say about once a year or so, he goes through a phase where he tries to bring back um, catchphrases from, uh, like, an Austin Powers or an Ace Ventura pet detective. Mm-hmm. Um, you never know until... It's, you gotta see if it'll stick. Are you are you on that tip now? And if yes, what is it? What does it this sound like? Dumb and Dumber, or well, how about how about to show you? I will do my Napoleon impression. Oh Jesus! Okay, no, it's been it's been long enough. Okay, Ziggy Piggy, Ziggy <laughs> Piggy. What do you think? It's pretty good. Pretty good. Well, it depends on how they're doing it. Like, are you doing it like? Hey guys, Dynamite. That was mine. Yeah. I made yeah, that. Like, are you doing it like all the time, twenty four seven? And just a little too exuberantly, or are they doing it in a clever, funny way? It's like any joke where if you do it well, yeah, it's funny. If you do it poorly, it's annoying. You know, like, what you should you know what you should do is every time they do it, you um, you cite them. You just drop a quick citation in there, like oh, as good as it gets. Like <laughs> that would make them really cognizant of it. Actually, you don't have to be like malicious that. about it. Like you're not you're not picking on them or anything. But I think if you if you cite it. If you give it a parenthetical citation, fucking AP style, that's not right. But they, they're, they're going to stop doing it. I think they'll cut back. At least cut back and probably stop. I, the, by the way, if you at home are someone who likes to quote movies to try to um, – or quote things, the trick is to uh, take in media that is obscure enough that no one knows you're doing it. Mm-hmm. So they just think you're off the wall and really creative. Or find like I've been doing that friend, for years. Yeah, find one friend that shares that kind of eclectic taste. Like I have some friends I can quote Mystery Science Theater three thousand with, and like everybody in the room isn't going to jump on board, but the two of us have a good laugh and then we move on. Like that's I think, fine. I think uh, the only references that I think are funny are Tennessee Williams references. Sure. If someone like if. Two guys are fighting, and someone says they're bickering like Jack Straw and Peter Ocello. I'm going to uh-huh. lose my shit every time. <laughs> God, you nailed it! You nailed it with that cat reference. Have you uh, considered uh, making a really funny friend and then drinking their funny up and then um, like murdering them and then like those ooh. jokes are all yours now? Uh huh. Like the Highlander. Like the high. Like the Highlander of jokes. It's all like the domain. like the Hollander. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The Ha Hollander. Uh-huh. Maybe. You actually... The high laughter? <laughs> the hilarious Ander? <laughs> Two more. Uh, the giggle kilt. <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing. Giggle How about the smilander? You didn't the even... Smilander. This has been a great goof and some great riffing, but I, unlike you guys, have bills to pay. And uh, in my world, that means a quick trip... I take the money though. Kim, thank you for marrying Hayden on June 18, 2011. We really appreciate it. You did me a big solid there. You bit the bullet and you jumped on the Hayden sword. You really we all, took one for the team. 
we all knew that you somebody had to marry Hayden. And I'm glad it was a compassionate speech therapist in her second year of law school and not well, not me, I guess. Hey, Kim, so, uh, you're a speech therapist who's attending law school. You're kind of doing a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. You kind of have a lot of shit something. on your plate right now. That's some free advice from us to you. Um, so he, he, thank you is what Hayden wants to say to Kim for marrying him. And that's what we say, too. So you guys enjoy your lives together with Sabrina and Roger there in Baltimore. And um, you thank you for keep marrying teaching each other. people to talk good and or punishing criminals. <laughs> like Batman. Hey, or Kathy. teaching criminals to talk good. Correct. Kathy, thank you. No, I don't actually have one on this one. Kathy just wants to wish her boyfriend Paul happy birthday. He's uh the he's big big three O for Paul, who's a computer animator, and apparently good looking. Ooh. Uh yeah. He got to hug me and he called it, get this, one of the best experiences of my life. Of and your life of your Justin life? Of his of his life. Uh-huh. I I'm sure it's in my top it's up there. Um, but he scuba dives in, on shipwrecks and hugging me would like took him to another plane. It was like some next level shit. <laughs> like seeing like seeing the Black Eyed Peas in concert. Oh, ah, it still hurts. It's too fresh. His birthday is July 20th, so we want to wish him a happy birthday. Happy birthday to you, Paul, from your beloved Kathy. And if you would like to get on our... Maximum Fun, my brother, my brother, me, Jumbotron. You just need to go to MaximumFun.org forward slash Jumbotron, right? Correct. Uh, and that sound can only mean one thing, that Griffin has written, formally composed a song uh, about everyone on the Jumbotron today. Take it away, a Griffin. Well, shit. <laughs> Good start. <clears throat> Let's see. Gotta find those connecting elements that make these jingles so cohesive. It looks like Kim and Kathy's name is supposed to start with K. <laughs> Can you teach me how to love? Everything I need, I get from you. Everything else, I get from a hug. But you gotta get a lady with a K name. Hold on to your lady with a K name. I'm not saying that these are okay, dames. I'm saying they're top flight, ladies. With a K name. Beautiful. <laughs> Happy I'm birthday, sure, Paul. I'm sure there was a better connecting thing in there. No, I think you found the best one. My boyfriend of two years lives about three hours away. Seeing each other is difficult and sometimes downright impossible. I know he wants to move closer, but he still hasn't done it yet. Our relationship is solid. Seriously, who wouldn't want to live closer to my baking abilities? You can all attest to this. Uh, th that's not threatening. <laughs> 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 ha, 
how do you <laughs> like a cue, like attest to this here? Uh, we can. They're, they're great. Uh, assuming the lady who made us baked goods in Cincinnati, because mm-hmm. that was that was fresh. Those anyway, best. This is so good. Uh, anyway, how do I get him to take that leap? That's from isolated in Indianapolis. Um, bake better. <laughs> bake more. I guess just keep baking. If you leave a pie on a windowsill, that'll travel to the will right? float. Like off of the ground, following the the stink stream. Tex Avery yeah. cartoons have taught me anything. I, I am, and I think Griffin and I are going to be on two opposite sides here. I Good. think moving is such a hassle. Moving is such like, there's so much involved with it. I'm not saying that you're not worth it. I'm not saying that he doesn't want to do it for you. I'm just saying it seems like the kind of thing you don't really rush and be like, yeah, why not? And just like pack up and move your shit. I'm not joking when I say this. I would move to be closer to Pi. Like, that's, <laughs> that reason is good enough. Like, that's adequate for me. Mm-hmm. If the pie is you're good enough. You're not joking, though. That's why I'm right. saying you've got to get your, pa- your, your baking scene. You've got to take it to that next level. Mm-hmm. That next level shit. Much like the Black Eyed Peas used to be great. Hey, come on they, now. It's too I fresh. I just forgotten. <laughs> I know. That's, how, that's the circle I keep living in. Um. So, yeah, just, like, rhubarb, looking to, like, graham cracker crust, and just... Oh, if you're doing cheesecakes, fuck it, I'll move to live with you. Can we all just move in with this lady? Because she sounds great. Hey, guess what, boyfriend? You waited too long. Oop, you missed your shot. Always want what you can't have, and now we got it. Huckleberry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She should have been her huckleberry. Now, where are your huckleberry? We're up in that pie. Loving it. Seeds, don't mind. Love it. Crunch, pie, crusty, sweet, enjoy. Sounds <laughs> like a Maya Angelou poem. Possibly E.E. E. Cummings. <laughs> crusty, crunch sweet, pie on the window. Your pie. I carry it sun. in my mouth. I don't need punctuation. I got pie. <laughs> Thanks, E.E. E. I wish E.E. E. Cummings made pies instead of poems. I know we couldn't enjoy them now, but those would have been some fucked up pies. <laughs> you think? Yeah, because pie like, isn't he... contained. It's just hot filling. He <laughs> just made a pile of hot filling and left it on the table, E.E. Dude, this is just cherry soup, what you have made. <laughs> you did a bad this job. This is just a pan full of cherry stems. E.E. E. Cummings, you did a really here. bad job with this pie. Here's the thing about this pie, though. Erudite and inspiring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I appreciate it. God, I wish I could have uh, come up in the Harlem Pie Renaissance. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you guys? Those were some exciting time to be alive. Those were some revolutionary pies. <laughs> Go to the back door of the Key Lime Club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they'll they'll talk, tell you about pies you won't find back in Kansas City. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, so I guess what we're saying... <laughs> I've gone beyond the. I think we've gone beyond the point now where we could go back. Like we can get. Back oh fuck! To this I mean, train. we jumped off the the advice train like half sentence in. Uh, I think. Uh, fuck! This sucks. Get him to just get him to do it. Just get him just to tell do him it. Say, so get the fuck over here. What? I, what? <sighs> here's the great. Here's a great question. What is three hours away from Indianapolis and also awesome? Nothing. I think you need to find out what it is that's really keeping him from doing it. Because it may be that he doesn't, you know, it, moving can be pretty scary if you've never done it before. Mm-hmm. I, I, and, and if it's a question of scary, you can help him through that. You think if he's, it's a question of he's, 
I bet he's scared what? of stock car racing. Do you think that's his hangout? Oh. No, I don't think he's scared of stock car racing, Griffin. It's what scary. Colts. He might be scared of the Manning family. The extent of <laughs> no, Travis means literal, bron- like yeah. literal horses, like little tiny horses. Um, what if they run out in the stock car racing track? Oh, and then there's just chaos. That's just that's a that's a hullabaloo. Is what that is. I'm trying to save this relationship. Sorry, sorry, over sorry. Here. Let's buckle down. Let's buckle down and really save it. Listen, look, can you put him on the line? What are you doing? She's great. You know what? Can I give you a scoop that would help everybody with their fucking decision making? And we talk about this a lot, but in a hundred years, you'll you'll be dead. You're wasting your time. You are wasting your life, separated from this person who you love. And there are moments you can be sharing with them all the time that you're missing out on for stupid three hours of geography. It's I think insanity. that's absolutely it. Missing out on because you don't want to miss this opportunity because you were too scared or preoccupied or worried to do it just get you off love your her. duff and go do it put your shit in a box and drive there I- i'm gonna fucking kill away. you <laughs> i'm gonna kill you i'm gonna burn down your house i will tonight. seriously fuck you up if you don't get to indianapolis this second here's the thing if you're still living where you're living whatever place that is in a week we're burning it down how does that sound to you sound we're burning it down style we're wrecking your We're whole shop. Salting the earth, you lazy bitch. Get in a car and go get into your life with this woman and stop wasting your time. Your and our man. time, Griffin. you son and of our a bitch. Time. God damn. Griffin, cleanse my palate. How about a Yahoo answer? <laughs> no, no. Literally cleanse his palate. I, I don't. Pringles, cleanse my palate. <laughs> um, Pringles? Bring me a Jordan Almond. This one, <laughs> this one was sent in by Tom Burkhart. Thank you, Tom. It's by Yahoo Answers user Mitchell London, who asks, Need an old-fashioned term for sex. For a novel based in the late 1800s, I need a term that could be used back then for something sexual that could end in I-N-G. Snorkeling. Coitusing. Um, Can we say 23 skidooing it? (laughs) I, I think that's okay. What about the piggy dance? Was that a term that was used? Um, rumping. Rumping? <laughs> Gross! Gross! Um, sock hopping. I guess that was like the 50s. I don't know time well. Yeah, you, it's okay. <laughs> what decade are we in now? What, what, what decade, theoretically, what decade are we operating in? Again? We're the 21, the 21st century, doing something mean to it? it. I mean, like, for this question. Oh, the decade. Uh, Yeah. I'm going to say the 1890s. So that's like Gold Rush. That's like... um, Prospecting. uh, Prospecting is good. Um, How about um, fumbling with buttons for 45 minutes? That's good. No, that's not ING. Damn it. Uh, Gatsbying. Mining. Pickaxing. I didn't mean mean to get you guys on a... On a 49ers tear. Let's mm-hmm. panning for pussy gold. Okay. <laughs> Is that an option? Deadwooding. Deadwooding. <laughs> I feel like that's if you do a bad job at it. Yeah, almost certainly. The only thing I know about this time period is uh, is from Oregon Trail. So I'm going to say yellow fevering. <laughs> Did you Forting. see Becky? I heard she got cholera. 
You know she gives cholera too. What's what? up? Um, she loves it. Snake biting. Um, Transcontinental railroading. <laughs> what? Wow. Hating orientalings. <laughs> You're just picking things from the thing and then saying it. Like, is that about sex anymore? Um, Carpet bagging. Like what? Reluctantly releasing your slaves. <laughs> like you can't just you can't just say shit from the late 1800s and over six. Um, I don't think we should worry because I'm pretty sure most of the things that we're saying didn't happen in the late 1800s. That was a very that was a very unimportant era. I mean, what was yeah. it? Constitution? Nope. That happened a long time before that. TV? <laughs> Catch me in 50 years. Yeah, I don't think they got, maybe Marconi was getting amped, ramped up to do his thing. Uh, Thanks for nothing, Uncle John's bathroom reader. <laughs> Prepare me for this era, for this po- for this call as much as I thought you would. Let's let's do another Yahoo. Yeah, okay. This one was sent in by Kayla Doherty. This one was sent in by Kayla Doherty. <laughs> Thank you, Kayla. It's by Yahoo Answers user Bomb Soldier who asks, "When is the appropriate time to give my cat the talk?" Um, my cat. Kate Kate is turning eight years old tomorrow, and I've considered talking to her about sex. Not sure if she's ready, though. Somebody, please help me. This is another one of those that, if you had asked me before we started doing this show, I would have said it was someone on Yahoo Answers being funny. But now I know too much. And nothing's funny anymore. And now I know that someone is really stressing over this somewhere. I'm sorry, I misread that. It's somebody, please kill me. <laughs> Release me from this prison of tears. Because everyone knows it's ten years old. Can we not? Years old. Ten. Can we not just leave these fucking cats alone for a day? We already cut off their balls. For, no. Well, I'm assuming. Well, what kind of talk would she need to have with her ballless cat, Travis? <laughs> Here's this awesome hey, sex I'm shit sorry. you can't do it though. About the apology talk. Hey, cat. I'm sorry I sewed your vagina shut. Do you want to know about sex? <laughs> Why Why aren't you listening to me? Come back. Why are you just eating and lapping up milk? Because that's all you do all day. I'm pretty sure that if this person has a cat that they need to talk to, that they ask the internet how to talk to about sex, they don't actually know like a whole hell of a lot about it. Right? Oh, uh. you're, say, you're, you're saying that the next question for this person is, so can you suggest some things I might say to my cat? Like... How am I going to explain to it? When should I have the talk, and what should I say? And what is it that happens exactly? This is really a case of... Diagrams, please. This is a case of the blind leading the fucking domesticated animals that don't possess the capacity for human speech. You dumb (laughs) asshole. You're killing Griffin. Look what you've done to him. You've snapped his spirit. Can we just leave these fucking cats alone for a day? (laughs) Like, every time you get on the internet, it's like, I got my cat... I got my cat drunk. It's like I put it on YouTube. I put my drunk cat on YouTube, and it makes me so fucking angry. Like, don't talk to your cat about sex because that's it. That's the only thing your cat has is that it can just fucking garbage cans all day long. The rest of its life, it has to eat shitty, like dry cereal, basically, and have a fucking terrible human master. Just let them fuck all day. Just always trying to talk to them about the birds and the bees. You hold it too close. When you go to bed at night and it gets weirded out, just let him. Just let him get his dick a, wet. I, I want to. I want to put this out there. I own a cat and I and I think my cat's great and everything. Your cat 
um, aside from you feeding it, doesn't give two shits about anything you say to it. Yeah. Like, your cat isn't nearly as about you as you are about your cat. Here's the thing. If you if, if morning comes and finds you dead on your couch, your cat is going to instantly take in the situation and start looking through your ratty robe pockets for meat. Like, that, that's, that's your cat's relationship with you. How is that? How is that working? How about you don't talk to him about sex and you talk to your mailman about having sex with you? And you move on. <laughs> By the life. way, if you're speaking of, if you're looking for the right time to tell any living being about how to have sex, I maybe wouldn't wait until five years before it dies. Like, <laughs> maybe shoot for a little bit sooner than that. This fucking cat is 49 in cat years. Idiot. Hey, uh, my boyfriend has a boyfriend. Now, hold on. I've been dating this guy for almost a year, and he's absolutely wonderful. I even really like his best friend. But the problem is, he's more dating his best friend than me. They spend more waking hours together. I usually claim the sleeping ones. They have so many inside jokes that it's often hard to hang out with just the two of them together. And sometimes I feel judged for intruding on their bro time, which happens weekly. And bear in mind, they live together. Am I just jealous of their manly love? Or is there something weird going on here? Third wheel. I'm really sorry about your gay boyfriend. Sorry, your boyfriend, boyfriend has sex with guys so much. He loves guys so much uh, that he has sex with them. No, he, he's not gay. It's a, this is a no. This is what natural. she wants to hear. Let's just give is it to it, her. Let's yeah, just give her. Oh, a we've treat. gone from advice to placation. It's totally know? weird and freaky and not okay. Uh, and you're right. Look behind you. They're blowing each other. <laughs> I never thought you would look. Um, I have an easy solution to this this problem. Have sex with a friend. Do it once. Hey. That friendship is hey, over. Solved. Don't do Solved. I, I don't think... I don't think there's anything wrong with a dude enjoying time with his best friend. But I think that there's got to be a balance, you know, uh, where he should probably like you slightly more than his best friend. I would really look at your feelings, and you need to put this in, in a different perspective. What you need to figure out is how much it's actually bothering you. Not, he spends a lot of time with his friend, and I should be bothered. But think uh, about what's actually impacting your own like personal happiness. Is the happiness. concept bothering you, or is it actually bothering you? Like, yeah, right. Are you actually feeling neglected? Because I think in areas that you're feeling neglected, it, then then that's one thing. And I think that that's something you should really address with him. It, otherwise, it's jealousy. You know, like you're. It's not that you're neglected. He, it's that, um, you, you know, you you feel jealous of the time that his friend gets to spend with him, and that's not a that's not super healthy. B, that's not something he's going to guess because in his mind, if he's not neglecting you, then it probably hasn't occurred to him that you would be upset at all. And I'm going to that make sense. I'm going to guess though. I'm going to infer because they live together that you guys are probably in like your twenties. It's something that I think as everybody grows older, you spend less and less time with your friends and more and more time with, like, your family. So this isn't going to be a forever problem. So let him have his time with his friend now and develop this, you know, lifelong friendship uh, because eventually, you know, he's going to have a job and kids and everything and he's not going to get to hang out with his best friend all the time. You can't deep six this friendship because it's going to put too much pressure on you. Trust me. Most guys are secret needy, and you don't want to have to hang out with him all the time. Shit. Play Halo with him and, like, fucking scarf a bunch of 
four loco and pizza rolls. Like you don't want all that responsibility. Trust me. His friend is taking taking the, a lot of the load off for you. Now, if you are actually upset about it, you need to have a talk about it, but not in a. You need to spend more time with me and less time with him, but address the things that you need. Like, you know, I think that we should spend more time together. I miss you, that kind of thing. But don't make it a choice between you and his friend. Right, it's not going to end well. Yeah, exactly. Don't don't make him spend more time with you at the expense of spending time with his friend. Let him figure out where he's going to make the 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 requisite cuts. Yeah. Um, um, and you know, also you you'd also do yourself a big favor if you'd get it out of your head that you are the third wheel. Because mm-hmm. I think if you really just ingratiate yourself in there and and uh, be cool, then it would then it would probably help to make you I not feel so but isolated. But I don't think she should have to hang out with them when they're trying to touch their balls together. I'm not sure that's part of the equation, Griffin. Are you, do you mean metaphorically touch their balls together? I'm, I, I mean spiritually touch their balls together. Okay. I'm talking about I don't think she should it. have to hang out with them every time, but I'm saying... When she feels isolated, she shouldn't feel uncomfortable hanging. She out She shouldn't with feel him. uncomfortable hanging out with him. And if she if she feels that way, then that's something she definitely needs to address. To, yeah. uh, you know, even if it's something as simple as having him sort of explain to you where these inside jokes came from and stuff like that. Yeah. Because um, he probably doesn't realize that you feel excluded in those moments. Like yeah. he's laughing and having a good time, and he's probably not sitting there thinking. But is she having a good time? Because he's a moments, he's, he's a boy. Yeah. He's a stupid boy. He doesn't think that way. I'm sorry, his brain doesn't work very well. Guys, let's stop talking about that. Because um, I feel like we we solved. You mean it. that lady's hobo boyfriend? We <laughs> solved it so good that let's move on and talk about this month and the things that are going on that people need to pay attention to. Because we didn't uh, do it. Last Griffin, time. the month's half over. It's I more know, than half but we, over. Hey, half a month of wisdom about mango and melon month. Is better than no months of wisdom. I feel like at this point you'd have to choose that it have to be a mango or melon month. Yeah, you gotta, both. You gotta let go of one of them. Quit trying to have your mango and also eat a melon with it, greedy bitch. Um, <laughs> so Griffin, why don't you tell for those who may just be joining us? Why don't you tell them about this terrible? Thing Every month shit now? happens, or well, no, constantly shit is constantly happening. It's like um, just like molecules colliding and bad shit happens all the time and. People are getting killed by their baths and by ice cream cones that they ate the wrong way. And so, like, we got to warn them. It's just us on the edge. And we're warning people and about shit that happens every month from a list that I find on the Internet. So it, we are there. Every month is a special month. It's a special day, a, th- a collection of 30 special days. It's a collection of 30 special days. Uh, what is what has July been officially recognized as, Griffin? Well, according to this website, which uh, based on the animated GIF background, I think is a legit operation. <laughs> um, there's there's all kinds of flavors we could go with. National Dog House Repairs Month <laughs> is get out there. And fix your dog's thing. house is busted. Uh, 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 National Share a Sunset with Your Lover Month. <laughs> I, no, I <laughs> like that. Lover skin on your skin month. I like that. There's National the National Wheelchair Beautification Month, which I do not think we could talk about without, um, not without safely saying some kind of goof that would be in poor taste. S- in poor taste. Sandwich Generation Month. Now, this I want to know more about. Because <laughs> there's what there's one of two pretty awesome ways that this month could go, right? 
One is, one is, well, okay, I, I can think of three. The first is, hey, I'm making a sandwich. All right, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Generating a sandwich? Let's, yes. It's Sandwich Generation Month, everybody, and you know what that means. <laughs> yeah, the Sandwich Generation Month, <laughs> it means, <laughs> it means forget two slices, this is a new day, and the next generation of sandwich. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. You're talking about taking it to the next level. Oh, God. What do we So do? is this, like, like the new revolution in in recipes and cooking like kind of you know there's the micro foods kind of thing or the stuff where like you freeze shit and deconstruct a hamburger is that what we're talking about yes it's like molecular gastronomy but instead you're just using one slice of bread uh-huh bread sandwich generation it's a thought sandwich it's, it's sandwich 2.0 free your mind from the second slice so it'd be like i had a piece of bread on monday and a slice of bologna on thursday yeah and a piece of bread on saturday a procedurally sandwich generated bread. sandwich procedurally generated sandwich hey did you That's have right. the single down at kfc i did it sucked it was awful. <laughs> yeah. it was just a piece of bread and i charged i was charged four dollars for it this is the next this is the next sandwich so the next sandwich the sandwich of the future people are busy they don't want to carb up what they're doing is they're getting rid of the top slice so we can just bolt- we can say hold the mayo and also the ham and also the lettuce and the mustard. No, and you're I, not understanding. The things are still on the sandwich. You're talking about an open face sandwich, though, and that's not that particularly <laughs> that's revolutionary. Not new. An open face sandwich is just a sandwich too you haven't folded yet. And an open face sandwich right. is also a name for sex in 1990 or in 1898. <laughs> Justin, yes, you just sandwich invented too. bread tacos, and I don't. I think we skipped over it too quickly. <laughs> no, uh, you're yes, bread tacos. This what is about a, what about like nine steps into the future, like three thousand eleven. Okay, you just think about a sandwich. You just you just listen to the Black Eyed Peas. They're back together, and, and you think, think about, about a sandwich. A sandwich. You Travis, by that anything. fucking point, we're no all no sandwich ha- passes betwixt your lips. We're gonna have Matrix Ethernet ports in the back of our brains, and we can just download a sandwich. Thought you can just download a sandwich. You can download a flavor taste direct from Subway. <laughs> it's called a five dollar gigabyte. <laughs> And, I but wish. the bite is spelled B-I-T-E. Like you, like you <laughs> and then by dollar, he means $5 billion. Uh-huh. <laughs> five, do- uh, five billion space credits. At that point, it'll be like five babies. Yeah, sure. Yeah. We'll all be um, baby factories? What are you saying? We'll be trading in babies. Sandwich. It's, all in, it's in my, my new novel. Am I the only one who went to, like, the Pepsi generation? Like, everybody who is currently... Ages, let's say, fifteen. How about this newborn baby? This newborn, yeah, the newborn baby. It starts you, at the end of the Black Eyed Peas generation. Yeah, uh-huh. it goes Black Eyed Peas generation, Sandwich generation, Skechers generation. We haven't reached that one yet, but guys, put some money, drop some money on your Skechers stocks. So wait, X generation X generation Y X Y Z Alpha Beta Theta Zeta. Pepsi, Black Eyed Peas, Sandwich, Skechers. <laughs> okay, I think I'm I'm on board. So welcome, babies of the future, to the sandwich generation. I I'm I'm curious though, just real quick, are there any obligations of being in the sandwich generation? You um, the you're drafted into the military just instantly, <laughs> just right. right like straight out the gate from the jump, you mm-hmm. are in the military, but. You get all the sandwiches that you need and crave. Like forever? Forever, yeah. Sandwiches. <laughs> like that's the new social security. Mm-hmm. Instead of getting a social right. security card, you get a subway punch card. 
I really wish. <laughs> and it's already filled out. Yep. Yeah. It's like, what's your Forever. social security number? Eight punches, two more, and I get a BLT. So, got that. I wish there were more to. wars. I have only fought eight of them. When I fight in those, that tenth war, I'll never pay for a sandwich again. Unfortunately, all sandwiches are downloads through brain ports. I miss eating. I hate the future. <laughs> I have mustard in my brain port. I tried, did it wrong. I didn't download it. I just wanted a mustard on it. I just put the got mustard on my mind now. I see the silly, lighthearted fucks walking around their sketchers, and I think what could have been. I think you <laughs> youngsters today with their sketchers. You youngsters today, you don't understand the service that I provided this country. <laughs> I earned these sandwiches. There's Killed be so a baby many. Lol. Killed so many Martians. <laughs> Nine months <laughs> today, wh- where parties aren't rocking anymore, and the black because the black IPs aren't making the beat drop there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, how are babies going to get born without that boom boom pow? Is my question. Mm-hmm. Think about it. What wh- the human race might that, do? They have to get back together at that point if we see like a dramatic when like the sun rate. stops providing I heat. Feel like this is the setup for like a Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure style movie where Rufus has to travel back in time and make sure the Black Eyed Peas get back together. Yeah, good job. Good job, America. I'm Black saying, Eyed Peas were all wild stallions and we let them go. I say <laughs> things are way more dire than that. I'm saying you know how um you know how like when there's a flood or a tidal wave, like mice mm-hmm. and dogs and cats will like run away from it. I'm saying that the black eyed peas know that like the heat death of the universe is coming and so they they, they have broken up because they're leaving. They're leaving this planet. Oh. Oh. So by the them breaking up, a typhoon in Japan is avert like the butterfly effect. Mm-hmm. Right? Is that what you're saying? Like the apple the apple effect? I'm saying that, makes- that read the book of Revelations, because this is fucking verse one, chapter so one. Like the four horsemen of the beat. Uh-huh. Of the funkalypse. Uh-huh. And I miss him so much. Guys, I'll miss I'll miss him so much. Hey, I can't even process. For all it. of our listeners, um, get off your asses and write a letter. I don't know to your representative. Is there a petition? Congressman. There ought to be a law. There ought to be a law. <laughs> Get a law of the book. You know what we should have done? If they aren't going to be the Black Eyed Peas, somebody else needs to. (laughs) It should be a title that's handed down. Exactly. It should be like the Dread Pirate Fergie. (laughs) (laughs) You know, this was all... We can't be angry at the Black Eyed Peas. This is all bad planning on our part. What we should have done is we should have taken 10 to 20% of every Black Eyed Peas album that came out and held it... (laughs) into a strategic Black Eyed Peas reserve so that we could keep the Black Eyed Peas train rolling um, mm-hmm. sort of Social Security style. Instead, we're in a double-dip Black Eyed Peas recession, and oh, everyone's the, feeling it. The, the Black Eyed Peas balloon, the bubble has burst. Oh, God. <laughs> this, is my black, this is my Black Eyed Peas lockbox. It smells like body odor and Dr. Pepper <laughs> in here. Why are there so many Black Eyed Peas? Hey, listen... Uh, I want to hear Griffith's last question, but first, thank you so much for listening again to my brother, my brother, I mean, an advice show for the modern era. Uh, you keep tuning in every week and telling friends uh, about the show, and I, we seriously can't thank you enough. Uh, you, you, you're also hugely helpful uh, in making the show what it is. And personal thanks. Thanks, everybody, for jumping on board that Take Your Podcast to Work Day Jam. Yeah. That was a fun little yeah. project. And that Travis came up with that I thought was a real thing, but I guess it's better. Um, I made it a real thing by my actions. Yeah, sure. Uh, Sam Barsanti has listened to 27 NBNBAM episodes 
in the past two weeks. That's crazy. So what's up to uh, Racing Freak? He's a fan, um, and 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 we're we're happy to have him. Um, thank you to uh, to our our buddy Mike Dolling who uh, had some really nice words for us. Um, Tony Gall, Zookeeper Seven Eighty. You guys are all just really the best. Um, and and you've really helped to, to spread the word about the show by tweeting with the MBMBAM hashtag. Make sure if you're tweeting about the show that you include a link to our sampler. It's um, bit.ly forward slash it's bambam. And uh, if you tweet about the show, then give that to people so they'll want to hear, hey. Hey, and make sure if you um, update your relationship status on Facebook to reflect your recent divorce, you include a link to our sampler. <laughs> and if you send condolences to a friend, make sure to include our sampler. Make sure you go buy a t-shirt, maxfunstore.com, our friends at Topotico. You did so much better that time. Thanks. I uh, have... have uh, the, they're refilling the ones that are sold out. We are going to get more in. We promise this will be ongoing availability. And uh, I think that's that's it, right? That's everything. Make sure you listen to Stop Podcast Yourself and Judge John Hodgman and Jordan Jesse Go and Saturday Night America. I just uh, assumed that everybody did that because they're yeah. like really good shows, and you all Our like nice things. Dot org uh, is is the site to find them. So check them out if you're if you're looking for something to listen to. And we haven't mentioned it in a while, but. Um, you should subscribe to all of those podcasts, including ours, on iTunes or whatever you use to download the programs. Um, so that way you get them automatically each week and you don't even have to think about it. So Break, make us, sure. break us off a, a review. Griffin. Hey, Austin, by the way, I'm going to be up in you next week. So um, Yeah, Griffin's moving to Austin. Brace your butt. Brace your butt. Your buttholes. <laughs> Are you saying you're going to have anal intercourse with Austin? Nah, I'm just going to look at him. Fine, howdy do. <laughs> so prep your buttholes. Gonna check them. Gonna ready for inspection. Gonna peep them. Hey, let's end it. This one um, was sent in by Krista Whalen. Thank you, Krista Whalen. It's by Yahoo Answers user FF, who asks, Why can't I stop watching porn and what is your favorite Disney movie? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This is my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad's schoolwear on the lips. Keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Hey, keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Man, these girls are smart. Three stacks. These girls are smart. Play your part.